Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to learn more about an article he wrote this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, Sarah. So there are 255 official historical markers in New Hampshire, from boom piers to covered bridges, the 45th parallel to Bungtown. Bungtown. But you think we need at least one more. Oh, more than one more. Definitely at least one, yes. All right, so what are you thinking about adding? So the problem with these historical markers, these are the green markers you see on roadsides all over the state, you know, covered bridges and things like that. Is they're very nice. They're great. I like them. Uh, but they are insufficiently geeky. There are few, if any, depending on your definition of these markers, that honor scientific or technical accomplishments that have been ha that have happened in New Hampshire. And and that's obviously a flaw in the system and we want to fix flaws. So um, I have decided that I'm going to push for uh, one and then later more uh, geeky historical markers. And uh, the decision uh, I made, uh, the one to start with, is be a marker put somewhere in Hanover to honor the creation there by a couple of Dartmouth mathematicians of BASIC, which was really the first user-friendly computer language, and also the Dartmouth time-sharing system, which was uh, a very early method uh, allowing people to log in, a bunch of people to log into one computer remotely, sort of a kind of a precursor to the internet. So what does basic and time sharing do? Why is it important? Why are they important? Exactly. So, um, so these were developed by, as I say, a couple couple of mathematicians, uh, math professors at Dartmouth, uh, John Kemeny, who later went on to become president of the college, and as I say on my column, is probably the mo most famous geek in New Hampshire history. He's he's quite well known in uh, many technical and computer fields, and uh, Thomas Kirk Kurtz who was a, also a math professor there. And they both really wanted to bring computing to the masses. This is the early 60s. Uh, computers have just started to break out of being these monster behemoth things in giant rooms in the basement. And, but it, it was really hard to get, to get to them. It was hard to use them. And so uh, they realized that two things were needed, a, a technical way to, for many people to get onto a computer easily without having to wait in line and get permission to use you know, batched punch cards. That was one thing that was needed. The other thing that was needed was a, a, a easier to learn computer software language, uh, something other than, than COBOL or Fortran, which was the, the technical languages back then. So uh, that was that was what they did. Uh, they, they put it together over the course of a couple of years. In 1964 is sort of the, when BASIC was first released to the world. And they were wildly successful. I mean, you talk to anybody my age and probably down to 10 years younger, baby boomers, the, the second half of the baby boomer generation, and all of us learned BASIC in high school. That was the thing that the, they did. In computer class, any, any technical thing, they taught you BASIC because it was a really easy computer language um, to learn. You could you could do little projects f quite easily, quite quite readily. It was our introduction, and it, and it's, and it frankly, it was the um, so basic is one of the things that uh, Bill Gates included with uh, MS DOS, and that really helped make that work, and therefore launched Microsoft. And frankly, there are versions of Basic still floating around in various formats, although they're pretty unrecognizable. I probably couldn't program in them, Visual Basic and stuff. <laughs> So it was it was a huge success, and then the other one was the Dartmouth time sharing system, which basically they set up, a, as I say, a technical and software way for uh, people to hook into com servers or computers at Dartmouth um, initially, and it was um, 
very popular when I was in college in the mid-1970s. My school used the Dartmouth time-sharing system to hook into Dartmouth, so it was a way to get access to more powerful computers than the school themselves could afford, and lots of people use DTSS. Um, very, very well known. Um, they've both sort of, they both obviously have passed in, into history, but um, although, as I say, you know, variants of BASIC are still kind of around, but but they were really milestones on the development of computer and computers, and we should, you know, celebrate the fact that they happened here in New Hampshire. So what can people do to help support the creation of this marker? Well, um, what so the process is done by the uh, D Department of Historical Resources in the state, and they have a, a fairly straightforward process. Basically, you, you write up what you think the marker should say, which uh, I am doing at the moment with, with Tom Kurtz to figure out how to, how to fit enough information onto the, the little signs. <laughs> um, you say where you think it should go, which is it's got to be on a state road. There's a couple in, in, in uh, Hanover that would be appropriate. We'll have to figure that out. Um, you submit that along with the supporting evidence, which is no problem in this case. You submit it to the department along with a petition signed by at least 20 New Hampshire state residents. Uh, and so that's where I will need people to sign a petition. Frankly, I still haven't quite figured out if I can get them to sign it digitally or I'm going to have to get a piece of paper and get them to all show up somewhere. I'll figure that out. But uh, um, so, so that, that's, the, that's the public process. And so we will submit it and, and, you know, and hopefully we will get this. There's a bit of a waiting list for them uh, unless you want to pay for it yourself. But um, we'll, we'll get this going. And, then, and after that, then I've got... Uh, I'll be pushing for more geeky ones because this is not the only geeky thing that happened in New Hampshire history, right? And uh, so Tupperware alarm clocks. Tupperware. I forgot about Tupperware alarm clocks. Oh man, oh that's good. There's lots of possibilities. So uh, we, this will be an ongoing process that uh, I will I will be doing to to honor the geek that lives in the New Hampshire All psyche. Right. Uh, you can learn more about Dave's idea for a basic historical marker and find links to the historical marker program online at ConcordMonitor.com. And uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. The theme music is Little Smartphone People by The Spide Kicks.